Welcome to the John Vulcan Academy podcast, Changing Lives, where we speak to the students and facilitators of this therapeutic community to gain a deeper understanding of how the program is changing lives. Hi there, it's Gary James with the John Vulcan Academy podcast, Changing Lives. Today we're talking to Cassandra, one of the students here at the John Vulcan Academy. Cassandra will share her life story, how she became an addict, and through the support of the community and family here at the John Vulcan Academy, her life is being transformed. And we'll tell you more about her journey today. Cassandra is a student here at the John Vulcan Academy in Surrey. And uh, in fact, we just got Cassandra away from some education, doing some online work uh, in in uh, her future. She's working towards that. Cassandra, great to have you with us here on Changing Lives. Um, now, you are a student here at the John Vulcan Academy, and one of the things that we're interested in finding out is what got you here? How, how'd you end up here? I got to the John Vulcan Academy in June 2016. I actually had moved into a family from Saskatchewan, northern Saskatchewan. I decided that my life was unmanageable and I was doing a lot of praying. I had relapsed at that time. I I was sober for about four months and then, you know, I, I made in contact with some of my family members. Um, my mom and dad separated when I was three years old and I just never had that connection with my father my whole entire life. I had memories of like growing up of just, you know, playing around the playground across from his house, just waiting for him to notice me, for him to open up his door, call me over. But I was always too shy to go knock on his door because I was scared of that rejection. I already had felt rejected and a lot of my pain came from wanting to connect with my family members. I always wanted to be a part of, but being the youngest of four half-brothers and three half-sisters, all older than me, made it difficult for me to, to feel like I belonged. I always wanted more in life. I knew I was capable. I knew I was an amazing person. It's just that I just didn't have any role models growing up. So before I got here, I actually had gotten baptized in the LDS church and I there was one boy that was on a mission from BC here from Langley BC and he he wanted to help me. He felt the spirit of God so much in me that he he felt God saying like you need to help this girl and that girl happened to be me. It's a truly amazing story for me because I do believe my higher power got me here. That's if I said how did I get here? It was my higher power and it was the want to to get help. I didn't have the help. I remember going to a 28-day treatment in earlier in 2016 um, for 28 days and I remember a week before getting out of those doors, I wanted more treatment. But as soon as I got out those doors, I was just forgotten. I was a useless name. They didn't remember who I was. So it was just solely up to me to get in here. So um, 
going back to moving here to BC, I lived with a family from the church for about four months. Um, you know, I had sobriety. I was attending AA meetings and NA meetings. However, I just, I still carried this dark cloud over me. Anytime my, con my family would contact me from home, I would be hysterical. I would, it would just really abrupt my whole world. I'd be full of anger. I isolated. I didn't want to be a part of, I couldn't accept um, the family's love that I was living with. I didn't know, I didn't know what real love was. I was taught that love was abuse verbally, sexually, mentally. Um, because of that, any time when I was such a young little girl, I, um, every time I just tried to meet a new family member, um, everything was very closed off, closed doors, you know, um, Cassie wasn't allowed downstairs, you know, um, you know, it, I was just around that kind of party scene growing up as a child, too. Cassandra, um, I, I really appreciate uh, you joining us today because I can see uh, the hurt there. And uh, one of the things that we've talked to other students about are demons. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's really apparent that... Um, you've had a lot to deal with and and how has how has coming to the John Vulcan Academy on your spirit-led journey how, how is the Academy helping you with determining and building confidence in in you the Academy has helped me substantially with the just the family members here we build this group of the of a family system of eight to ten people. Right now we have ten girls in the program. And even today, like the newcomer that comes in teaches me the most, you know, to slow down, like everything doesn't have to be perfect. My kind of things are I'm very OCD and I'm a perfectionism. Cause I always think that like good is not good enough. <laughs> and um here it's I learned that you know, I had to learn that I was good enough, that I have enough, and I am enough, you know. I had to learn to push myself to include myself with others and to believe, like, I, I do have a valuable friendship and I do deserve, you know, healthy friendships and healthy boundaries here. And I don't have to, I don't have to sell my body to to be, have a friend, you know? I don't have to go to those depths and lengths to um, have value. And here it's just, I learned that I didn't have to, I learned to let go and I learned to, to not have to blame my family anymore. I can take accountability of my own, my own issues and resolve them. I don't have to be that angry person anymore. And is this let your, that control me. Is this your new family? Yes, it, it truly is. I, I've learned here that recovery has no time limit. It's every day. And the people here have helped me grow more than my own family at home. And I learned that family doesn't have to be your own blood, that you can let go. You know, you're born into a family, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, like, 
at all times that that family is really good for you. Because in my case, my family is unhealthy for me. Okay, okay. And uh, in, in your, in your the self-discovery here at John Vulcan Academy, what, what, what are some of the things that you've learned about yourself that you just didn't know were there? What, what, what is it? I've learned that I'm a really good leader. I can, I can plan projects. I can plan outings. Um, I learned that I'm, I have a beautiful voice. I've sang for many graduations here. I've also, um, I also learned that like, I'm a beautiful, amazing person who has these capabilities that I never thought that I could do before. I can actually believe in myself and know that if I put the work in, anything's possible. Cassandra, how significant are these graduation ceremonies for you? For me, it's everything. When I first walked into the John Vulcan Academy, I signed a paper saying that I made a solemn promise to graduate. So that's what I'm here. It's, it's more than that because it's a commitment. If I can do this, I can do anything. If I can strive to you know, stay here as long as they need me to so that I can be a better person, I know that every day that I'm in this facility, the more and more I'll grow as a person, as a human. You have new dreams and aspirations. I can hear them. We <laughs> talked about them briefly. Uh, where do you where do you see yourself going? You're you're doing some uh, online uh, learning right now. What what's that look like? Where, where where are you going? Right now, I'm just studying some small business and entrepreneurship. I have many dreams to kind of view. As in, um, I want to go into hair school. I've there's actually these ladies um, from the salon that actually do, does our hair every three months here at the John Vulcan Academy. Um, one lady's on the board of education here, and um, it's just a really healthy environment. Um, in West Van, they've offered me to a job there after I graduate. So. I'm excited to do that. I'm thinking about going to school for hairdressing. Also, I just have dreams of owning my own organic restaurant. I want to kind of have my own um, talk show host as well. I want to see about getting a degree in um, project like produce film and TV. Good for you. Yeah. There's a lot there. Yeah, there's just dreams up in the air. Did it's you think really... you'd have all those options two years ago? <laughs> no. You know, I always thought like... Yeah, I wanted to do it, but my addiction really held me down. I just, I couldn't do it. I didn't, you know, I didn't, if my dad didn't love me, then how, how could I do this? If I couldn't hold a relationship or a job, how was I going to do that? One of the things that we, we've heard about here at the John Volk Academy is uh, uh, the structure around sort of the student council or executive what 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 is your role currently then inside that uh, council? What do you do? Okay, I'm in charge of the upstairs amenities. That's just the upstairs bathroom and the fitness room and the other bathrooms. So there's two bathrooms up there that I take care of. And that's pretty much it. I just make sure that they're clean. I learn to delegate um, chore lists, whether that's kind of a perk too. You really you really learn how to not take the whole workload on as you as one person. You learn to like, you know, ask for help 
in those situations and be like, hey, would you like to do this new stewardship? And then it helps bring in and pull in younger students that are here and then gives them purpose as well. And as you do good things in the program, you see results, it makes you feel good, also feels self-love, and that's a huge one. Okay. We think about uh, some of the structure that's here. Uh, when you first arrived in the program, did, did, you, did you know about the structure or did you find the structure here to be uh, overwhelming or what? how did the structure help you or, or were you afraid of it? When I first got here, I, you know, you get here and you look at this student manual and everything's laid out for you and you're like, wow, like there's all these deputies, there's the counselors, there's the president. And at first I was very, um, I was very intimidated by it because I would actually see people that were in these high deputy roles and as president and when I walked through the doors, I was like, do these people work here? Like, I thought they were workers of the John Vulcan Academy and here they're students that came here that are addicted just like me. And it's it's just so miraculous to see these people look so healthy and so, like, you can't, you can't even tell that they were drug addicts or alcohol had any problems with behavior at all. It's amazing. And when I first got here, when I became a freshman, which is about... Um, um, two, when you're at your two-month level, you become a freshman. And I got the opportunity right away to be a family leader. And it was, it was a wonderful opportunity because the girls got split into two families. So not only that, but I had one of my best friends working with me as well. It was really challenging because then I, then I started to notice things. Like I would start to compare myself to others. And then I'd be like, well, I'm not good enough, and she's better. Oh, but if she's better, then I'm going to push myself. One of my main behaviors that are negative is that I self-sabotage. I get so high, and if someone I find is does it better or I feel like I'm just not doing it good enough, I just ended up, you know, I'd be like, nope, I let go of it all. Okay. And, yeah. Now, what have you learned about <laughs> yourself to manage that? I've learned that, like, we're all individuals and we, we bring different things to the table. So to, you can only build um, a community with all people participating. So you just got to get in there, you know? And, like, I learned that my value is worth every penny of it every worth of my time, because every time that I give that support or involve myself and participate, I see those little gifts. I see little gifts that I, I, you know, I can help another person, or they come up to me and I become approachable. I become that person that can, can get them through their hard day. Student, uh, the prospective students listening right now, an addict, um, maybe they've been through therapy in different programs, um, maybe at the end of their line. What would you tell them about coming to the John Vulcan Academy? 
it's not easy. The hardest step is getting in the doors. But once you're there, everyone's really welcoming. It is, a, it is a hard challenge, but it's worth it because it's like when you step in here, you work full time, you do groups, it's each one teach one. It's a very real life setting, except it's in a community like this bubble. At first, you might not see the recovery, but in the long term, it's, it's everything embodied in it. It's, it's what you make of it. And it's worth wild because it takes you out of where you were. It takes you into a safe environment with people who, who've seen it. The more you connect with others and share and be vulnerable, you can you really notice that you're not alone. And there's people here, not only from Canada, but from all over the place. California, there's Thailand, Hawaii, people from Utah. And so you really get different people that can give different perspectives. You learn so much about yourself here. And it just, they really provide. If you really need the help and ask for the help, they'll provide it. In other programs, you just, you, you just get the, the dry time. You just get cleaned up. You don't, you don't work through. Um, there's just something about the groups that we have here. We do these two-hour groups twice a week, and we sit in a circle, and we just share things, and sometimes we write these letters, and I've written letters in there that there's just something else about telling your story or a part of your story that you hold on to, like, the grave, the dirtiest things that you've ever done, and when you read it to a group of eight people, you have this release. Like, it's, it's a release no other. Like, you can have a release telling one person, but you get so much more being able to say it to multiple people. Because then you look around the room and you see tears, you see healing, not only telling your story, but healing it in other people's eyes as well. And the um, uh, each one teach one, um, you, you see new students coming in uh, every week and you, you can help them. How does that mm -hmm. work? I, what happens there? You really just show them around the facility and in the grocery store. And you just know because I've been there. I've been in their shoes and I know how scary it is. And I know how when you first get here, it's like you need that communication. And you need that direction of where to go. When you first get here, you don't, you, you don't even have a watch. So it's. It's, it helps you create this bond of like, what time is it? Where do I have to be at this time? And um, it's really important when the newcomer comes because they get this, this person with them that can guide them and show them and just talk through them about what they're dealing with and just to kind of get them out of that headspace because it's just that you just want to daydream when you first get here. You just want to daydream about your, you know, wonder what this person's doing, what that person's doing, or even like, you know, what about my stuff? You know, I'm not going to see stuff for two years, you know, so. Yeah. yeah. 
and 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 you in the structure of your day to day. Do I know you get up at six thirty? Yeah. Is that your wake up time? Yeah, usually ten yeah. to six. But yeah. Okay, and then <laughs> and then you, you you eat together. Yeah. And and you mentioned the grocery store, Price mm-hmm. Pro, uh, and you get to work there and do different things. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. So what have you done at Price Pro? Ooh, a lot. <laughs> um, so in Price Pro, I've worked as cashier. I've been front end manager, supervisor there. I've also worked in. When I first got here, I worked half the week in dairy, and half the week in grocery. I've also worked in the deli department. I've also supervised the deli. That was the funnest, just because I like small areas. It's kind of its own little bubble. Um, I also worked in the the snack bar and general merchandise. So you learned a little bit about customer service through that, yes. I guess. Even in accounting, I was in accounting for six months as well. In accounting, okay, yeah. <laughs> that's great. Now uh, you mentioned uh, being uh, involved in in education. Um, how, how does that work? How, how do you get involved as a student in pursuing your your future career opportunities? How does that work? So just after a year, you get to be in the level which is called a teacher. Um, you're very. You're a leader, you're seen as a leader, you're very approachable. So you get two hours out of your responsibilities at the grocery store of your full-time work schedule to be in the computer lab. And you get to do any online course that you would like. There's a lot of different options you can do. We do have LearnKey as well, which is multiple certificates that you can take mm-hmm. for different areas that you are learning. You can learn things that you're doing even at the grocery store to kind of get more familiar with working with different kinds of softwares. And so it's pretty cool. You just, we have a, Jane is our lady here for education. She works with us to kind of figure out what we want to do. And we also take kind of like a career test to figure out you know what place places us in the right area. Now, you you, you mentioned your family uh, mm-hmm. and the challenges there. Uh, have you been in touch with any family or, or friends uh, that you knew before you came into the Vulcan Academy? I I still take I still am in contact with my mom. Uh, me personally, she's the only one that doesn't use in my family. Um, I have spoken to my father twice in the program. However, I have made specific boundaries that I'm just, I'm not ready for that. You know, I feel like um, when I'm five or ten years down the road in recovery, I'll be, I'll be ready to, to kind of open up and just because I've said my piece with him because I know um, my father personally he just he tells me that he loves me and he always wonders where I am but my whole life I was literally a block and a half away from him and my mind just goes to like I'm three provinces away from you now what 
how is that going to be any different when I was a block and a half away from you? So it's, it's just, it's now that I've come to the comfort level of knowing that um, I'm, I'm okay with it. I am an important and valuable person. And um, I know that one day I'll be able to have a family of my own. I value family so much. So the things that I've learned here is to, to really notice um, certain red flags and things that I'm not going to put up with when I find someone that's going to be the father of my children one day. You, you talked about dreaming a little bit. Uh, help us appreciate the, your, your dreams. Uh, do you dream six months from now or a year from now? What, what, what does that look like for you? I, in six months right now, I hope to be graduated by then. I want to be living in transitional house with the John Vulcan Academy, being the first female to still live on site. I want to be able to to work with the salon that has offered me a job and to go to Vancouver Community College um, and just just work to being independent and um, being who I am. And I want to travel, I want to do things, and I'm a really active person. I love bike riding, I love camping, and I just, now that I, I see the changes in myself, I know exactly, you know, the type of people that I'm gonna hang out with and the type of people I won't hang out with, you know? Because even that simple thing of picking up a cigarette when you get out of here, that can lead you straight back to where you were. So you really gotta, you're a product of your environment and I'm gonna set myself up in environments where I'm gonna succeed. And in that learning, you know how to better protect yourself. Yes. Look after yourself. Uh, well done. Cassandra, it's just been a delight uh, getting to know you a little bit better today. We, we, we wish you all the best in your future and look forward to hearing about you walking across the stage on graduation. Thanks for being with us. Thank you. This has been the John Vulcan Academy podcast, Changing Lives. To learn more about the program or to enroll today, visit our website at vulcan.org. John Vulcan Academy, we change lives. Thanks for listening.